You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today back to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and it's so good to have you this week. Pray that you are doing really well. Uh, We're coming into uh, the fall season at the time of the recording of this, and it has to be one of my uh, favorite seasons. I do hate when my kids go back to school, though. But hey, let me ask you a question. Do you ever find yourself silent? Do you like the silence? Uh, Just yesterday, actually, my wife had to come into my office and uh, borrow my computer for something. You always got to love technical difficulties, right? Uh, But she came in and she got my computer and she went off, did what she needed to do, and she came back. And when she's leaving the office, she goes to me, she goes, I don't know how you could sit in silence like this all day long. Uh, It would drive me absolutely crazy. Now, my wife's an extrovert, so she likes the music and she likes being around people. I'm an introvert, so I'm the opposite. But I'm also one of those people that when I'm working on something, I don't have music in the background playing or anything along those lines. It's just silence so that I can um, focus. If there's too much going on, I, I can't focus on what I need to get done. And And so she was talking to me about silence. And then Last week when I was doing my Bible study with my Bible study group, uh, we're going through 2 Samuel. And so we got to the story of David and uh, Bathsheba. And one of the gentlemen at Bible study, he goes, where's David at in all of this? As in to what what are his emotions like? What is his mindset like with all of this going on with David, uh, with him and uh, Bathsheba? And I go, well, that's a great question. We'll look at it next week. And so I want to bring that to you today because there is a silence that is not good, that is not healthy. And I'm afraid you might be sitting in the middle of that silence and you don't even realize it. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a silence that is good. We all need a time of silence with the Lord, before the Lord. And we we just need silence in our lives at times. I I do think uh, the volume of our life is turned up way, way too much. But as I said, there's a silence that is not good. And we read about it in Psalm 32. And let me set this up for you really, really quickly for you today. Uh, David writes Psalm 32. And Psalm 32, he writes uh, right around the time of his sin, his adultery with Bathsheba and the murder of Bathsheba's husband, Uriah. Because David was responsible for uh, the death of her husband because he got Bathsheba pregnant and he didn't know what to do. And so he kind of took matters into his own hand, which... um, not wise to do. And so David, he writes Psalm 32, and he writes something that is very, very telling for us. He says this in Psalm 32, verse 3. He goes, when I kept silent, and you got to pause on that, right? Because David goes, when I kept silent. Well, what does he mean by that? Well, David's not necessarily referring to uh, he didn't talk to his wives or his sons or his daughters or his advisors or anything along those lines. What he means by there when he says, I kept silent, is he was silent before God. 
He didn't talk to God about what is going on in his life. And I'm afraid that is what something that you are might be doing today. I know it's something that I've done in my life where we're silent before the Lord, that we're not bringing things before the Lord. And in David's case, it's his sin with Bathsheba. David didn't confess his sin to the Lord for months. Depending on the scholar you ask and all those smart people, uh, some say it was about a five, six month period of time. Other people say it was about 11 months, maybe a year that David had hid his sin and he was quiet before the Lord. You see, we do that with our sin. We will commit sin and we pretend that it never happened. We don't bring, bring it before the Lord or we have the mindset of, you know what? God knows I did it. Why do I need to bring it to him and confess it and talk to him about it? And I'll just move on with my life and not focus it on it at at, at all. And we're silent before God. Can I tell you that that silence before God is not good? It is not healthy. And actually, it's very dangerous because that silence is actually an open door for Satan to come in and attack. It's an open door for Satan to come in and deceive you. It's an open door for Satan to come in and trick you and weaken your faith, weaken your walk with the Lord. Because notice what David says next. He goes, when I kept silent, he was my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Not only is that silence an opportunity for Satan to come into your life and just do the work that he is always trying to do of deceiving and killing and destroying and everything along those lines, but our silence before God with our sin actually brings God's discipline against us. Because God wants you and I to come to a place of true confession and true repentance. But if we're not bringing our sin before the Lord, then we're not confessing it. Then we're not repenting it. And it's not healthy. And what happens is there's a byproduct of our silence before God, and it's not good. Notice what David says. He goes, when I was silent, my bones wasted away. And what David is talking about there is, you know, he maybe he got sick, maybe he didn't have an appetite, but he started losing weight. I don't know if you've ever been in a season of your your life where for whatever reason you don't eat and you just start losing weight. And I, I was like that in high school for a while. I remember one time in the period of like 4 days I had like two pieces of pizza. I just didn't I didn't want to eat and you lose weight. David is roughly 50 years old when he commits this uh, sin with Bathsheba. And he was still fit. He was strong. He was still able to go out and fight with his military and things along those lines. But David goes, when I kept silent, when I kept my sin from the Lord, he goes, my bones wasted away. I'm losing weight. I was losing strength. He goes, my, I groaned all day long. And his body just didn't feel right. He's, he's groaning. And maybe maybe you're at the age where your body groans when you try to just get up off of the couch or something. You cut the grass and you feel like you ran a marathon. Whatever the case may be, that's where David is at. And then he goes on this and say, says this in verse 4. He goes, for day and night your hand was heavy upon me. Now that is huge because what David is talking about there is this. 
I don't know if you've ever swam in the ocean or uh, a body of water that had a current. I don't know if you've ever tried to swim against a current. It is really hard. It is really difficult because everything that is stronger than you is pushing you the opposite way of where you want to go. And that's what David is talking about here. He goes, God's hand was heavy upon me. He goes, for day and night. And what David is saying there is this. You know, I, I was trying to do things and it was just hard. It was difficult. God's hand was just against me. David's talking about just swimming upstream, if you would, and the things of life. He goes, I just couldn't make things out. He goes, the easy things are hard and the hard things are harder and nothing was working right. And it was God's hand that was against me. And then David goes on to say, my strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. I live in Northeast PA, and so we don't get hot, hot temperatures, um, but there are times in the middle of summer where our heat index could be 100, 105. Uh, we get a good amount of humidity, not like down south, but enough humidity. And if it's, you know, the heat index of like 100, 105, and it's very muggy outside, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon, you don't feel like doing anything. Like the heat has just taken all your energy, all your strength. And David goes, I have no energy. I, I, I have nothing. I don't have anything to give. I don't have anything to, I just empty. And David goes, all of this was because I was keeping silent with my sin before the Lord. Because these are all the byproducts of me being silent about my sin. Let me ask you, are you in a season where maybe your body is wasting away? Maybe you have no energy. Maybe you feel as though God's hand is upon you or against you. Maybe your body is groaning all the time. Could it possibly be because you're silent with your sin before the Lord? that you are not confessing your sin to God, that you're not bringing your iniquity before the Lord and going, Lord, I messed up. I know you know it, but I need to bring it before you and confess my sin. I sinned. I did what was wrong. I despised you. I despised your word. And I did the exact opposite of what you wanted me to do. That's what you need to do. Because notice what David says next in Psalm 32, verse 5. He goes, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. And said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found. Surely when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach him. And what David is saying there is this. He goes, I felt horrible. Everything in my life was just off. He goes, then I acknowledge my sin to you and I sought your forgiveness. And if you read the other uh, Psalm that David writes about in, in, in this time, uh, Psalm 51, David is like, oh, the joy and the goodness and the grace and the mercy uh, of God. And David even mentions that here in Psalm 32 in verses 1 and 2. He goes, blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him and in whose spirit is no deceit. And David goes, there's a goodness, there's a strength, there's a joy, there's a healing in confessing of sin to the Lord. 
And David encourages us. Down in verse 6, he goes, Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found. And what David is encouraging you and I to do, he's going, Listen, I've been in this boat where I've committed this huge sin, and I kept it from the Lord. I was quiet, and he disciplined me so that I would come to a place of confession and repentance. And I came before the Lord. I confessed my sin. I sought forgiveness from God. He goes, I encourage you to do the same thing while God may be found. And he's not telling us that God is going to leave us or he's going to hide somewhere. What David is saying is you never know when your life is over. And you don't want to miss out on being able to confess your sin before the Lord and experience just that forgiveness and the joy and the grace of the Lord. And so let me ask you once again today, are you silent before the Lord when it comes to your sin? If you're silent before the Lord with your sin, then there's a very good chance that you're not broken by your sin. And if you're not broken by your sin, then you're not going to confess your sin. You're not going to repent of your sin. And if you don't do those things, then your walk with the Lord is just going to be on a surface level. You're not going to be truly walking with the Lord. Your relationship with Him is not going to be growing and maturing. It's not going to become more healthy. And that's one of our aims here at our weekly devotions of Pastor Jay. Is we want we want you to have a healthier walk with Jesus. And in order to have a healthier walk with Jesus, you cannot be silent with the Lord when it comes to your sin. I know it's painful. I know uh, there's a shame and a guilt when bringing your sin before the Lord. But God is grace. He is love. He there is a forgiveness there. And I would encourage you today that you would take some time and come before the Lord and just confess the sins that you've been silent on. Because the same thing that God did with David, he'll do with you. He'll forgive you. That doesn't mean there's no consequences because there was consequences for David to sin. But God will forgive you. And there's a healing, there's a joy, there's a grace, there's a comfort in that. And it'll help you to process through your sins. It'll help you to process through your life. And maybe, just maybe, your strength will come back. Maybe your energy will come back. Maybe God will lift his hand that has been against you or heavy upon you. And he'll ease your burden. Maybe, maybe not. That's up to him. But I know when there is confession, there's healing in it. And so I'd encourage you today not to be silent before the Lord with your sin like David was, but to enjoy the grace and the relationship with God that you can come and just confess your sins. And so we pray that you would do that today. And uh, if this has been a blessing to you, we pray that you'd hit that like button, that share button, that you would subscribe and let others know about this. And as always, you can uh, connect with us at guardingthewell uh, at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you uh, next week. And uh, we'll take care and we'll see you soon.